Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Good to be with you tonight, and just want to let you know we had a great church service today and a lot of new visitors again. If you're looking for a good church, 105 7th Avenue West, the New Life Pentecostal Church. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to have you with us. We're a church that believes the Acts 2.38 message, which uh, amongst other things we believe, but that is the message that talks about the born-again experience that Jesus mentioned in John chapter 3. And uh, where he said you must be born of the water and of the spirit. 
Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, being born of the water, of course, being baptized in the name of Jesus. Had one baptized in the name of Jesus today. A young man, 14 years old, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit earlier this week, and uh, what, what a great time to baptize him in the name of Jesus. Tonight, we want to let you know that you can text us. Seth is running the controls, but I'm, they moved me down to kind of number two man tonight. Um, we've got uh, a special guest in the studio, but text me tonight like you can always do, 701-290-7862. We've got somebody listening in Grafton. Is this, uh, I don't know if this is Sister Schuler listening up there. I don't have her number in my phone, but good to have you listening in Grafton tonight. Uh, also, you can call into the studio 701-225-5133. And the uh, 1-800 number, Seth, is what? 1-800-934-1230. So you, that's some different ways you can communicate with us tonight. And you can also email me if you're listening out of the country or don't have a um, you don't have a cell phone. It's robertsimons58 at gmail.com. I'm going to introduce our speaker right now. He uh, is a man that found this Acts 238 message right here in Dickinson. And he has now, he and his family have moved to uh, Pennsylvania. They're starting a, a new church, a new apostolic church in Washington, Pennsylvania. He's a He listens to the radio program. Some of you may hear me greet the Hostetlers from, from Pennsylvania. Many times they text. Uh, Brother Jake Hostetler, good to have you with us tonight. And uh, we're excited about what you've got for us. All right. Thank you, Pastor Simons. And uh, we're excited to be here. Um, <clears throat> like my pastor said, uh, many times we are listening from Pennsylvania, but I am uh, blessed and uh, excited to be in Dickinson, North Dakota tonight. And I want to thank my pastor for just being there for me and um, sure do appreciate him, enjoy just fellowshipping with him this week, and uh, we're just having a great time. And what I am excited tonight, um, maybe during the broadcast, I will be sharing some of my testimony uh, growing up Amish and um, finding the uh, this apostolic message, um, repented of my sins, was baptized in that wonderful name of Jesus, and received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I know that I wouldn't want to turn back. I wouldn't give it up for the world now. And so, but I, if we, if you have your Bibles, if you want to follow along, um, I will jump right into the Word here. And tonight I'm going to be talking about maybe the Word or the Bible and kind of what uh, it represents, maybe just a little bit, the power of it. And, um, because it really is what, that's really what led me um, to um, to repent. It's really what led me to where I'm at now. And um, I put high standards on the Word of God, I really do. But I'm going to turn to the book of John, and uh, ver- or chapter 18, verses 36 through 38. Chapter, or John chapter 18, verses 36 and 38. <clears throat> They got Jesus right now. Pilate is questioning Jesus and um, just trying to figure out what he did, privately talking with him and um, questioning him here. 
Verse 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Verse 37, Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witnesses unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Verse 38, Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault. And tonight I want to talk about um, this truth. I want to talk about the word that Jesus was talking about, and how he said that his kingdom is not from this world. You know, his kingdom is from another world. <clears throat> and uh, that's really what I want to talk about um, Jesus' kingdom, sometimes we get caught up in, uh, you know, building businesses. You know, we, we get so caught up in, in this world. Um, you're listening to a man that uh, has his own construction company. And sometimes I wonder, you know, if I get too much wrapped up in that sometimes. And I don't want to because really this ain't my kingdom. I know we have to uh, provide for our families and all. But the kingdom of God is really what is going to last forever and ever. And uh, everything that we do, everything that we think, everything uh, that our hand finds to do, it should be geared towards pleasing God and working towards that kingdom. There's another scripture that I want to read. It's John, uh, John chapter 17, verse 17. Jesus is praying here, and he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so when Pilate asked that question, I think sometimes when a person or when a person comes to God, they really have to ask the question, what is truth? You know, what, what am I going to listen to? There are many voices out there. And, um, I know when I started my walk with God and just really had a spiritual awakening and, um, started questioning some of my elders that I was under in the Amish church, and uh, because that was all I knew, and I thought that they would uh, be able to help me out. And I, I started asking them questions, you know, just really seeking for truth, really. And uh, But in, in this verse, Jesus says that the Word is truth. And I find that interesting because in John chapter 1 and verse 1, the Bible says that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, it says that this Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And so this is Jesus. He was made flesh. He dwelt among us. And He was the living Word. And um, this Word is really um, what uh, led me through a dark place in my in my uh, life. Um, growing up Amish... We were never, we were taught good things, good principles, um, but it was referred to as uh, following the the Amish teaching, following the doctrines uh, that the Amish taught, but it was never really emphasized on the Bible. Um, you know what's so interesting is 
I really enjoy when I'm uh, talking to people about the kingdom of God, um, when we're talking and they say, well, the Bible says this, or the Bible says that. I, I really like that because that's really where our truth comes from. <clears throat> that's our faith. Um, that's really what we believe in. Rather than saying, well, so-and-so says this, or I think this, and um, I don't like that because there are so many voices out there. Um, you know, Pastor Simons, I know on the radio, a lot of times they refer to you as Pastor Bob. But if it's okay tonight, I'll just call you Pastor Simons. That's what I'm um, familiar or comfortable with. And um, <clears throat> Pastor Simons, there was a man that I uh, listened to one time. We were talking, and he was talking about how when he started taking um, air flight lessons. And no, this is not my brother Joe. But uh, we were taking air flight. He was taking air flight lessons. And when he was in the air, his pilot instructor asked, he kept asking, why are you turning or why are you, I forget exactly how it was, but why are you turning to the right or to the left? Because he kept turning. And he said, well, it feels like I'm kind of turned the other way. So he kept turning to, you know, the opposite way to thinking he's going straight. And this is what his, uh, his instructor said, I don't care what you do, but you have to get your feelings lined up with the control panels. And I, I thought, man, that is so interesting because sometimes our feelings don't line up with the Word of God. You know, sometimes we hear a voice, voices out there, and they don't line up with the Word of God. That's why it's so uh, important to know what the Word of God says. Um, the Word of God was a light unto my feet. I know that uh, um, King David wrote that in a psalm. He said, the Word of God is a lamp unto my feet. And I can honestly say that I think that I've experienced that in my life. When I started uh, questioning my, my walk, questioning whether I was living right, questioning whether I was doing what God was pleased with, I was going through a dark place, and uh, many times, Pastor Simons, I would spend hours in a night reading the Bible, and uh, the next day, I would hear other voices. I would read my Bible, and that's what led me to where I'm at now. It was the Word of God that led me through a dark place, merely the Word of God. And that's why I emphasize so much on the Word of God. To this day, I like to keep everything in the Word of God. If my feelings or what I think does not line up with the Word of God, I like to align that with the Word of God rather than twisting the Word of God to, uh, to the way that I believe. Tonight, we're talking about the Word of God and uh, Pastor Simons. That's uh, so good that, you know, we can't, what Brother Hostetler is saying is we can't just go by what we think or what we feel, but we got to go by the truth that's in the Word. We're going to play a song right now. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862, and let us know you're listening.
It is radio broadcast. Good to have you tonight on this January 1st, 2017. Um, thank you, all of you that have texted in to let us know you're listening. Uh, and if you want to be part of the program that way, just you can text a question, comment 701-290-7862. We've got uh, text from Bismarck Jana listening with her whole household tonight. Good to have her listening. And she said, good to have the Hostetlers visiting. It really is. Uh, Brother Hostetler, why don't you get right back into what you're talking about? All right. Thank you, Pastor Simons. And uh, we were just talking about the Word of God, the power of the Word of God. And um, the Word of God led me to where I'm at now. And uh, I I just want to say this is the greatest life to live for Jesus. It really is. And uh, if you stay in the book, can't go wrong. I've heard that many times, and it is so true. There are many voices out there. I've heard many voices when I started my walk with God. And uh, I would go home and read the Word of God. I would read the Bible, and it would tell me one thing. And um, But then I would hear other voices that says another thing. And I remember uh, growing up Amish, and I want to be very careful tonight. I'm not here to bash the Amish or anything. I can't speak for everyone. There are very sincere people within the Amish communities, and uh, but but I have to talk about them to share my testimony a little bit, and I think my testimony will go along with what I'm speaking about, and that is the Word of God. Uh, the Word of God was a lamp unto my feet. The Word of God is what led me, and, and it was a word that I allowed myself to be led with um, because I believed in the Word of God. And and I'm, I'm saying this, you know, we, we need um, people in our lives, I believe, that 
that can help us uh, in every. It seems like in everything we do, whether it's in business, uh, whatever we go through life, it seems like we have mentors, mentorship. We follow mentorship and so on. And likewise, I believe we need pastors in our lives. But also, I believe that we need to make sure that those pastors are preaching what the Bible says. And that's where I was at. I would go to the elders in my church and um, have many questions uh, because of some of the things that they were doing or were not doing. And uh, they were not able to answer those questions. Instead, they they got uh, angry with me and could not answer the questions. Their answer was, we've always done it this way. And, um, in fact, I was told that um, our elders and the way we do it overrides what the Word of God says. And so the Word of God really has no effect as far as authority. And uh, I just, I, I couldn't settle for that. I believe that if we say we are Bible believers or Christians, we need to follow the Word of God. And... Uh, I was taught that I need to follow my parents. Uh, it doesn't matter what. I need to follow them and obey them. And uh, if I would leave the Amish church, I would be disobeying them. And uh, I asked them one time, by what standards am I disobeying you? Because I am obeying the Word of God. Uh, you know, by what standards do you say that I cannot come home anymore? By what standards do you say I need to be shunned now? Because... I did not forsake the Word of God. I kept that. And there are some things that I followed. But it was the Word of God that was a lamp unto my feet. It was the Word of God. I did not, I was not, you know, some of you out there may not be familiar with the Pentecostal church, but a lot of times, um, you know, there's um, singing and uh, maybe even dancing and shouting, just just. The excitement of God, the the Spirit of God uh, is so beautiful, so wonderful. I didn't have that in my life. All I had was the Word of God, but it was all I needed. It was the Word of God that was quick and powerful. In fact, we're going to share that scripture later on, but it was the Word of God that when it spoke, it came alive in my life. And um, that is what I decided to follow. And through that... um, you know, it broke my parents' hearts. It really did because they believed uh, that they needed to follow the traditions of the Amish. And uh, some of you may not, you may be wondering, well, what's wrong with the Amish? You know, I thought they were Christians and and so on. And and um, you know what? That's what they're known for. But uh, there are their teaching is based on uh, following the church. Um, it is very frowned upon to share scripture. Uh, when I started talking about scripture to my friends, uh, they thought that I was brainwashed, um, and they were very uncomfortable being around me because it was going against what the Amish taught, and uh, which was very hard for me at that time. I remember one time uh, seeing one of my very dear friends and running to try to greet him. And uh, he turned his back and walked away because he was embarrassed. He didn't want to be seen with me. And so we were under that peer pressure. And um, I was working at my dad's shop at the time. And there was times we would have Bible studies all day long. 
Uh, we'd have our Bibles laid open on the on the table saw there. He had a kitchen cabinet shop, and uh, we would study the Word of God. And um, it was a hard time for both of us. And we knew that um, I had already made up my mind pretty much that I couldn't stay there because of the differences in belief. Uh, I believe that the Word of God was my my main uh, authority and that um, them just referring to this is always what we've done, this is, you know, the elders, this is the Amish church, was not sufficient for me. And uh, some of you may think, well, maybe it should have been, but I'm just here to tell you there are many voices out there. But I've decided that the Word of God needs to be the voice in my life. You know, Pastor Simons, I'm not really the kind of guy that's going to go, you know, to um, Fox News to try to find truth. I'm just really not. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go out and and uh, go to CNN for uh, to try to find the truth. There are many voices out there. You know, we can get so wrapped up into our own thinking. Uh, we can get so wrapped up to, uh, you know, thinking this is how it should be, but the Word of God tells us how things really should be. The Word of God is so powerful, it teaches us how to live. And I'm so thankful. I will continue my testimony in a little bit. It's good to have Brother Hostetler here with us. He's the pastor of a new Pentecostal church in Washington, Pennsylvania, and they're back home here for the holidays to visit their uh, relatives here. They've got Two other, he's got two other brothers that are starting a church out in Beach, so it must run in the family, this church starting business. But uh, stay tuned, we're going to play another song, and as many of you texting, good to hear from the Fellingers tonight, listening, and um, and the Hussies, or the, yeah, the Hussies listening in Indiana, good to have you guys, you're tuned into the Tell It Like It Is radio show. On a hill far away, stands a tall, mighty tree. Where a boy and girl used to take turns pushing the tire swing I remember the pocket knife in hand And her name in my heart And thinking there ain't no way for a boy to contain The love that he feels inside So I carved her name into my tree Then I carved a heart around her then I carved an arrow through the heart Just to say I love you Now on a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame I remember the nails through my hands and your name in my heart And how in their wordless way The nails explain The love that I feel inside As they carved your name into my tree Where I wrapped my heart around your name Then I took your arrow through my heart Just to say I love you to say I love you Now I can never forget How much you mean to me Cause I will always remember Whenever I see, whenever I see you out 
say I love you. Welcome back. Tell it like it is radio show. Thank you for all the uh, texting tonight. 701-290-7862. The Soberg's listening up in Harvey tonight. Glad you're listening. So It was so good to see Marissa at, at a wedding we were at yesterday. We've got uh, Pastor Jake Hostetler in the studio talking about the Word of God and how that's really the only thing we should be listening to in our life. And I just want to just let him keep going here. All right. Thank you, Pastor Simons. And uh, like Pastor Simon said, we are talking about the Word of God, the power of the Word of God, and how it needs to be uh, the authority in our life. And uh, just before we go on, I'd like to read a scripture. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye be that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's really what we're talking about, is uh, we need to be transformed in our thinking. We need to have a renewing of our mind. We, we, we don't want to be conformed to this world. And as I was saying, I, I'm not the kind of person, I, I don't, I don't want to allow myself to get wrapped up in the way that this world thinks because the kingdom Jesus kingdom is not of this world and we want to we want to have that kingdom mindset we want to uh, be renewed we want to be transformed in our thinking and uh, that's really what had to take place in my life to uh, continue my walk with God um, I remember thinking that uh, I would not be able to uh, turn and walk away from my family. Uh, it's a very hard thing, and, and sometimes, um, you know, people may think, and we may think, you know, what is the Christian thing to do? But uh, I just, I really feel strongly that no matter what, we need to follow the Word of God and what the Word says. And, and if someone uh, is telling us that we should not follow it and uh, we should follow something else, I think at that point we need to make a decision. And that's what I did. I remember the day that, uh, or my last day, being Amish, I had made up my mind, me and my wife Anna, um, we said we, we just we can't do this anymore. And, and for you that do not know uh, much about the Amish. This is how it works: is uh, when you, um, once you don't believe what they believe, you are no longer a part of their church. That's just the way they have it set up. You are shunned, and uh, you know I I didn't really want to make that step, and um, really just rode the fence, you know, trying to work with them. But I was changing so fast. There was a repentance in my life that was taking place. And, you know, I just, I didn't tell dirty jokes anymore. And I just didn't fit in with, uh, with the, uh, the, the filthiness that was, um, going on. And so I wasn't fitting in. And they felt very uncomfortable around me. I remember one time, uh, me and my wife, Anna, were married. 
and uh, I had a party planned at my house, and uh, we we were going to throw this huge party, um, alcohol, and um, some really annoying music, wickedness, and so we we went ahead and threw the party. At this time, Pastor Simons, I had been, uh, God was really dealing with me on those things, and God was speaking to me through the Word of God, and um, and I remember we threw the party anyway, a bunch of my buddies came over, and we were sitting there drinking and doing what we do, and and you know, we, we got pretty uh, liquored up, and all of a sudden the fear of God just, just came on me, it, it hit me, and I thought, my goodness, what are we doing? You know, we're we're not rebelling against the Amish here. We're, we're we are rebelling against God. And uh, I got up, I shut the music off, I went to my bedroom, got my Bible out, and uh, we have a couple uh, ex Amish boys in here. My my brother Joe. Many of you uh, have heard a lot of him. And then we have brother Bill here too that recently uh, left the Amish and is in. Uh, the United Pentecostal Church out here. And for you, Brother Bill, you know how it is when an Amish fella gets up and gets his Bible out at a party. Gets very uncomfortable. And so nobody really said anything. I started preaching and telling them about the Word of God. Nobody said a word. It seemed like one by one they all just kind of sobered up and walked out. And I never saw them again. And they didn't want nothing to do with me. In fact, one of those buddies, or one of the ones that walked away from me later on then. But we're talking about making a step. We're talking about making a decision which voice we're going to listen to. You know, I could have decided to listen to them that day. I could have decided to listen to the elders of the church that day and say, you know, if you follow what we're teaching... And you stay in the Orton, and if you're lucky enough, then you'll make it to heaven. That wasn't sufficient for me. I, I needed to know if the Word of God was, or I needed to know if I was going to heaven. I wanted the truth. There's a scripture that that we're just talking about the importance of the Word of God. What is the Word of God? It is the very ins, inspir, or the expression of God. Psalms chapter 138 and verse 2 says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And for, you know, some of us that we know the power of the name of Jesus, we, we understand that, that Jesus, uh, the fullness of the Godhead is all wrapped up in Jesus we know that, but this scripture tells us that he has magnified his name, his word above all of his name. And I think living the word, listening to the word of God is really the ultimate thing that we need to keep in our walk with God. The word of God does not stray away. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you know, flex, there's no fluctuation in there. It stands strong. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. 
and that's a um, that's something that I um, am blessed with. I'm so thankful that the Word of God stands true. Matthew five and verse eighteen says again, "For verily I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, till heaven and earth pass one j- until heaven and earth pass one jot or one tittle." shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. It's the Word of God that will stand forever. It's the Word of God that um, we can have hope in. There's a scripture um, in John, and I believe it's chapter 7, or maybe it's Matthew chapter 7. I believe it's actually Matthew 7. I did not have this in my notes, but Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says, He says, I'm going to tell you that not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father. And I think that's really what it all comes down to. I know many people that know the word and they don't do it. And this is what Jesus, Jesus says, you may know the word and that's very important to know the word, but we also need to do it. Living the word is really where our hope is. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio program tonight, and I know Brother Hostetler's talking about growing up Amish, but maybe you've grown up in a belief system that really isn't based on the Word of God also. And I just want you to know that sincerity really isn't a substitute for truth. There, I read years ago a story, I think it was in the state of New York somewhere, uh, there was somebody going in for a simple surgery, they hooked him up to oxygen, and he immediately died. They uh, checked the oxygen. The tank said oxygen, but actually it was a it was a, a, a different gas. I think it was a carbon dioxide or something like that. Uh, he instantly died. The uh, they tried to trace where the problem was, and uh, the tank was labeled correctly. Um, there was no foul play at the, the supply house where they got the tank. Everything there was sincerity all the way along the line. The anesthesiologist was sincere. Everybody was sincere, but the man died. And so when it comes to truth, you've got to make sure it's not just based on what your mom and dad said, but it's based on the Word of God, and that's what he's talking about tonight. We're going to play one more song here and then kind of come up with the final segment. And glad all the people that have communicated with me. We haven't got any calls in the studio, but we've got some texts tonight, 701-290-7862. Wash away my sin What can make me whole again For my part in this I see For my cleansing this my plea No precious is the Sin atone, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not a good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
save us. Good to have you listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio program tonight. Pastor Bob here, if you're listening online or on Holy Ghost Radio, this is a live broadcast, and we're glad to have you listening to us tonight. We've got Pastor Jake Hostetler here, uh, a church planter, is planning a church in Washington, Pennsylvania, and he's back here for the holidays to visit his family, and we asked him to come in and do our radio show tonight. Go ahead and finish this final segment up. All right, thank you, Pastor Simons, and it is good to be here. Um, it's good to. It was really great to be in the Dickinson Church again, and uh, sure love it. It's still my home. It's my home church, and so we sure enjoy it. I know it was a blessing for my wife just to come back and visit and uh, see all the people. A lot of new faces. I was just I was just really impressed to see all the new faces there, and uh, that's what I love about this church, Pastor Simons. It is, we, we reach out to the people, and um, it is a growing church, a thriving church. 
But tonight we are talking about following the Word of God. It is, the Word of God is uh, really, I believe, according to Scripture, um, what will judge us in the last day. And I want to talk about that. Um, if I can find the Scripture here, I know I have it here. How the Word of God will be our judge on the last day. John chapter 12 and verse 48. Jesus says this, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. And what Jesus is saying here, the word that he spoke, that's what's going to judge that man on the last day. And also in Revelation chapter 20, in verse 12, I, I, I would imagine most of us would know what the book of Revelation is. It is a, a, a revelation that the apostle John saw, and he wrote it in a book, a revelation, a vision that he saw of the end times, and uh, he saw the uh, great white throne of that last day. And this is what John writes, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And I know, you know, as in mainstream Christianity, works is kind of a curse word when it comes to living for God. But here it says that they were judged out of the books that were written according to their works. You know, we can know the word uh, we can read it, we can go to church and hear it, but if we don't if we don't live it, it really has no effect. James tells us that we should be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving our own selves. And so we need to do, we need to follow the word of God. I remember, and here again, I'm just kind of, I know I'm talking about me a lot, but uh, I'm just giving you my testimony uh, I believe in testimonies because it, it encourages other people. Uh, it, it shows them that it's possible. But uh, this is my testimony that uh, when we finally did leave the Amish church, you know, my wife, you know, she had to leave everything that she was ever uh, taught with. She, that she had to leave everything that she ever knew. And uh, it was a hard step for her. But she knew that... Uh, what I was saying was in the Word. She knew then, and, and she understood that, you know, our preachers always taught that we need to follow the Word, and uh, but yet they weren't able to answer those questions and got angry with us when they couldn't. They thought we were being rebellious. And so it was just a long list of things that uh, we had to go through, and... Uh, and, and and I'm not I'm not crying about it. In fact, to me, it 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 feels like nothing. I don't think I sacrifice anything really. And uh, but I know that just sharing that testimony uh, tells people and shows them that it is possible. But uh, we ended up leaving the Amish church, and we started going to another church that uh, you know they looked a little holier, I guess. At least they walked around with their Bibles. And uh, and everything, and so we attended that church for a while. 
But you know, when it got down to questions like, uh, you know, the born-again experience, you know, the Bible, the Word of God, Jesus said, except a man be born again of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That's in John chapter 3, if you want to look that up and read it. But that's that's very strong words there that Jesus said. And um, and I remember, you know, talking with the elders of that church, asking them, you know, should I be baptized? Well, I had been baptized into the Amish church. And so I asked them, well, should I be rebaptized? And, you know, I had many different answers. And every one of those answers were, well, I believe this. Or, I believe that. And there again, there were so many voices. But my, I wanted an answer out of the Word of God. And um, so we continued our journey. We ended up in North Dakota. Um, and uh, we started coming to the uh, United Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. And I still remember when we started attending here and uh, getting familiar with the people. Um, one thing that was so different from the, the other churches was, was every time I had a question, they would say, well, I do know what the Word of God says. You know, they didn't, they didn't say, well, I feel like, or I believe, but it was more like, you know, when I asked them on baptism, and, and, and what this other man said about baptism, they would say, well, I don't know about that. But I do know what the Word of God says. And that was what, what, what really attracted me was everything they said, everything they did was really based right out of the book, right out of the Word of God. And it was um, something that meant a lot to me because I understood that it is the book that we're going to be judged out of. Um, and so the Bible says that... Uh, we need to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. And that's another thing that, that I had not realized. I did not realize that, that baptism was for the remission, the washing away of our sins. And uh, hence is the reason that uh, these other people I had talked to did not feel like baptism was important. Uh, because they didn't understand this uh, fact that this baptism in the name of Jesus would wash away my sins. And uh, so tonight, just talking about um, following the Word, the words of Jesus, you know. And if if you're listening out there and you have questions on this baptism thing, um, I know Brother Seth and Pastor Simons have been uh, giving out contact info. And don't hesitate to contact because it really is in the Word of God. Uh, the Bible says that Peter preached um, the first message, the very first message after Jesus was ascended to heaven. And he preached and, and he told them what they need to do because there is an application to the gospel. Uh, Peter said we need to repent and we need to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins and we should receive the Holy Ghost. And so we really need to make sure that what we're doing is following the Word of God. And um, 
this evening. I, I'm so glad to be here, and I hope it makes sense. Pastor Simons, I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay, we're glad that you're listening tonight. Um, I'm going to let we've got we've got a lot of people in the studio, a lot of a lot of uh, young men, and let's see one, two, three, four, five single guys here in the studio. We got all them here, and uh, the uh, I know there was there's always this rumor that if you come in and help out at the radio show, you'll find a wife because I know it's always worked. So I probably start giving out names here, but. But anyway, um, I want Seth to give out some information about how to uh, get a hold of us during the week. All right. Well, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church uh, right here in Dickinson. We're located at 105 7th Avenue West. Again, that's the New Life Pentecostal Church, 105 7th Avenue West. Our church phone number is 701-264-7862. Next service is going to be Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. We'd love to have you. If you need a ride, give us a call, 701-264-7862. That's the New Life Pentecostal Church. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. We're on every Sunday night from 8.06 to 9.06 Mountain Time. You can text us. 701-290-7862 if you have any questions or comments or if you just want to let us know uh, you're listening and where you're listening from. You can also call us in studio 701-225-5133 or if you're out of country and you'd like to email us or if you just want to email us, let us know where you're listening from or if you have questions or comments, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. And so tonight, uh, just before I turn this over back over to Brother Hostetler, I want to just say that uh, it is so important that you know the Word of God for yourself. I mean, when it comes right down to it, I had a, a years ago, one of my wife's sisters told me, she said, um, she said, I'm so confused. She said, uh, the Catholic priest says this, the Baptist minister I know says this, and now you're saying this. And she said, I just am so confused. And I called her by name and I said, do you read the Word of God? She said, no. I said, well, I guess you'll never know then. See, because it doesn't really make any difference what the Baptist pastor says or the Catholic priest says. or it doesn't make any difference what Pastor Bob says. But really what makes a difference is what does the Word of God say. And uh, really that's what we're going to be judged by. And that's why it's so important that we don't just let our traditions um, and our ideas and our feelings... Um, you, you know, you've all we've all heard this, you know, well, the God that I serve wouldn't create a hell. I've heard people say that. Well, that's not the God of the Bible that you serve then because the Bible says there is a hell. And uh, certainly that's not all the Bible talks about, but it is It is true that it, there is a hell. And so we've got to be careful that we don't just let our feelings, our upbringing, our culture, our, even our even some things that maybe some hard things in our life. Uh, there's a man in the studio sitting here with me that went through some hard things in her life and even got upset with God for a while. But you know what? That's you still can't let those things affect what the truth is. I'm going to ask um, Pastor Hostetler to close our radio broadcast tonight and pray for our listening audience. It's been so good to have you here with us. All right, thank you, Pastor Simons, and it's been great to be here. And uh, why don't we just pray? Uh, this evening. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the word tonight. And God, I just pray for the listening audience, Lord, that you would touch us. And Lord, I pray that there would be a conviction that would come across them, Lord. And I pray that this word would awaken them. It would give them a spiritual awakening or make them realize that your word is really the only answer. It is the only voice that we need to listen to. It's the only voice that will get us to heaven. 
And I just pray for them in Jesus' name.
always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website www.holyghostradio.com The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.